0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports.
1: The clock at four. Donchich.
0: The step back three. You bet! Music. You set my world up!
2: well, it's a Friday at four o'clock instead of three o'clock and we are joined by our guy oh, Elliot Shore Parks, who's coughing into the phone already. What's happening, Elliot?
3: Man, I, mean, I didn't hear the little sound that you brought me on. I was trying to get that that off before, but a uh, good way to start the call. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, uh, hot starters. You sound better than yeah. Nick did at the press conference on Wednesday. What was your uh, yeah. what, what was your takeaway from that? Was Wednesday a good day or a bad day for the Eagles?
3: Well, I think my last two weeks have probably been a little easier than Nick's, if I had to guess. Um, I mean, I, I think what you saw up there at the podium with both Howie and Nick is two people that have had a tough two weeks after what, and really a tough probably two months with how this season ended. But I think that if you look at that um, press conference and you work at, you, you focus on the body language, how they looked, what they said, I think that's kind of missing the point. Like we've We've done this where we've used a press conference to judge how we feel about a move the Eagles make. We did it with Nick Sirianni when he was first hired. We did it with the flower uh, moment with Nick Sirianni. The bottom line to me is the press conference, the biggest news was that Nick will no longer be calling plays, will continue that, and it will be a new offensive scheme. And that's the main concern I have. I think they can win in 2024 with this current setup. I think in a lot of ways it's a smart setup. But for 25, 26, it didn't feel like that was a step in the right direction of building sustainable success with this team.
2: I'm curious, your your thoughts on the Vic Fangio hire. Obviously, we're, we're still waiting for the offensive coordinator uh, position to be filled. But Vic Fangio, you worried about some of the things coming out of Miami that maybe players don't love playing for him? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, coming off Matt Patricia, that's probably not what you want to hear. Uh, you know, two years in a row, bringing in a coach that, you know, there's talks of players not getting along with them or players not being a huge fan of. But ultimately, when I look at the hiring of Vic Fangio, I think they have such an overhaul needed on that defense. that so while I might prefer a Ron Rivera in his place, I think Vic Fangio checks the most important box, which is he will be able to c- to control that entire side of the ball, and Nick won't have to worry about it. I think one thing we overlook sometimes that made Nick's job tough last year Because me and Ike would talk about it weekly, you know, uh, clock management decisions, uh, sloppy substitutions, those type of things. I think Nick, with having two new coordinators, probably got stretched a little thin, or at least what he was used to when he had two coordinators he trusts and had worked with. And I think with Vic Fangio, he will not have to focus on the defense as much. I know he joked about going into defensive meetings, but I think Vic Fangio will come in, he will put the defense back just in like a professional way. I think last year they just they were a mess on so many levels. So I think the Vic Fangio hire, well, not perfect, I think it's, it's a very good one.
4: What's your overall sense of how the Eagles feel about Nick Sirianni, not just next year but long term? Like do you do you feel in yeah. other words you think next year he's on the hot seat that he could easily be fired I don't think they would do it in the middle of the season that's just not Jeffrey's style he usually waits till the season is over with to do that but but in doing that these coordinators that they're bringing in I mean their future is tied to Nick Sirianni yeah. how do they sell that to these coordinators moving forward without giving them confidence that Nick is going to be here and he's not on the hot seat So I I think,
3: you know, if I would put myself in Jeffrey's shoes or Howie's shoes or whoever and make the pitch as to why a coordinator would want to come here, the first would be I think last year was a bit of an anomaly or outside the norm with this team. In general, they have not moved on from coordinators quickly unless those coordinators have gotten head coaching jobs. And if you look at the four coordinators that have worked under Nick, two are head coaches. And Brian Johnson, while, yes, he was fired, is getting a lot of interview opportunities for head coaching jobs. But in terms of their commitment to Nick, I had a different read on Wednesday than other people. I know some people thought it was embarrassing for him and he was stripped of all his power and all those things. I actually think Wednesday, if you look at it, was like a major commitment to Nick. They easily could have fired Nick. It would have mm-hmm. been the uh, uh, a popular move publicly. Um, if you look at how they're handling this, it would be easier probably to have a head coach that is the main play caller. You'd probably attract a higher quality candidate that way. But to keep Nick through all this, and to deal with the public scrutiny, and to set this up, like you have to really believe in that guy. So I actually, I think if when, when they talk to these candidates, or even Nick to Nick himself, I think they showed quite a bit of support in Nick uh, by keeping him. So he'll enter on the hot seat, I suppose, just because there'll be so much pressure on this team. But I don't get the sense that Nick is like a one in three start away from being fired. I I think he will he will be the head coach for all of next season. I think their plan is still have him be the head coach, you know, moving forward.
4: Yeah. I just wanted to get your take on it. That's kind of where – that's is. kind of what I took away from it is that, man, they they want to surround him with the type of coaching talent that keeps him here as the head coach. When everybody's looking to get rid of him, he may be on the hot seat with fans, and that's fans, but if the owners – Owners. If the owner believes in him, um, they're going to give him all the resources they can to keep him here. They, in other words, they're not looking to move on from him.
3: Well, and you know, I think on Wednesday, a lot of what I heard was, you know, Nick was stripped of power. He's you know, a yeah. lame duck at coach. What really changed on Wednesday? Like, Shane Steichen started calling plays midway through 2021. Yep. We didn't even know he was doing it until the end of the year. So while there's a lot of talk about who calls the plays... It really only matters if you lose that guy. Like, it didn't matter Shane was calling plays until they lost Shane. So, uh, you know, this is how the setup has been. Everybody says that Jeffrey and Howie are super involved. Well, that's what you're seeing. Like, they are an involved ownership in GM and GM. That's just how it is. So I really think the only thing of note that changed on Wednesday was that they are going to run a scheme other than Nick's scheme. And that's what people wanted. So I was surprised at the kind of backlash from that press conference. I kind of think it was a day where – Everyone got what they wanted. If you wanted Nick back, he's back. If you wanted a new offensive scheme, you got that. And, yes, there are different dynamics of play, but I do think for next year, like, it was a day where Eagles fans should feel good about how next season could play out because a major overhaul was, was going to set this team back if that's what they ended up doing.
2: Do you think this is an uh, attractive spot for uh, for an offensive coordinator?
3: Well, it depends what they think of Jalen. Um, I, I know people talk about A.J. and Devontae, and those are obviously, you know, good selling points, but the two most critical parts of the offense are the offensive line and the quarterback, and I think those are both question marks. Like, we don't know if Cam Jurgens is, A, a good right guard, or, B, a great center, so we, we don't know about that. We don't know if Kelsey is going to be back, and the question is, like, do they want to work with Jalen? I think Jalen has shown he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but if, you know part of what was reported this year and just kind of what people hear is that he's maybe not the most coachable quarterback. And, you know, I think towards the end of the year, he really did freelance quite a bit in terms of audible. And so I think that the upside of having Jalen is that if a coordinator comes here and helps Jalen get back to 2022 Jalen, he will be a head coach in 2024 to 2025. Like that's the, 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 you know, upside. Well,
2: no, he won't. Cause they'll, they'll move on from Nick and make him the head coach.
3: Well, <laughs> That's a discussion for next offseason. But I do think that the downside is you are entering into a tough situation, like a head coach that probably still has some, some input on the offense and a quarterback that is coming off of a very complicated year. So I, I think it's still attractive because you've seen people get head coaching jobs from that role, but it's not an easy job. It's not as easy as just like, oh, they have AJ. What a great job. Like there are a lot of dynamics at
0: play there. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Who's your pick for, for offensive coordinator? Like if you had to choose today, yeah. who who do you want to be the OC next year?
3: I actually think it's pretty obvious who it should be. I think it's very clearly Eric's the enemy. Like, if you look at his track record of what he's done as a coordinator and a play caller, mm. he's kind of exactly what they need on the offensive side of the ball, much like defense. Like, the enemy is an experienced coordinator. Like, I like the idea of Gerard Johnson out of Houston, but he's never called plays, and if I'm not mistaken, he's never been a coordinator. Like, no. having a first-time play caller and coordinator is going to be tough, just because he's coming in and putting in his whole offensive scheme He's going to be calling plays. And we saw last year, I think Brian Johnson was overly criticized, but he certainly had growing pains in that role. The enemy was successful in Kansas City. When he left, they got worse. Washington was better when he got there than the year before. So I do think the enemy checks every box you need. And I think somewhat, he's someone that you could trust to be the play caller next year. He's not going to grow on the job. He's going to step into the job very prepared to do it at a high level
2: couple more for you, Elliot. Uh, is is the big fella going to duck Jokic tomorrow or are we going to get an Embiid-Jokic matchup in Denver?
3: Who even cares about Jokic anymore? Embiid is oh, here we go. than go.
2: <laughs> here we like, go. I, I mean, here seriously. we go.
3: Like Here we go with this hole. He has to prove himself against Jokic. Prove it's not what? prove. He, it. Just stop ducking him in Denver
2: better, and go play a basketball game.
3: He, he beats him all the time when they play. Like How many times do you have to beat him in the record? Well, Because he beats he, him here. When was the last time he beat him there? Well, look—it's unfair in Denver. We all know that. Your new co-host <laughs> coming in has has highlighted. He's going to start a war but, on
2: Denver, though. He's a, he's a problem against the city of Denver.
3: Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to hear you three go go against the Denver media with that. But but in all seriousness, like I want him to play because I want him to win MVP. But the Jokic matchup does nothing for me anymore. He's established; he's a better player. And Jokic got a ring, but no one respects that ring, so it doesn't. Really you don't impact. respect?
2: No, 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 no. You don't respect yeah. the ring.
3: No one respects that ring. No one's going to be talking about the Denver Nuggets title run in, in you know <laughs> 2030, like that epic run against all the play-in teams. Well, what was be the Eagles' Denver
2: run last year? <laughs> what was the Eagles' run last year? If the Nuggets one doesn't count. The Eagles didn't win the title last year. The I Nuggets- know, but it's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. When the Eagles won their Super Bowl in 2017,
3: it was one of the most memorable Super Bowl runs of the past year. We don't have to pretend that all rings are equal. They're not. All rings are not equal. The Denver ring is one of the most useless, forgettable rings we'll ever see. So when it comes to Jokic and Embiid, it doesn't do it for me anymore. Embiid's better. I've won that battle. I know he's better. <laughs> so I <laughs> I hope he plays just because I want him to win MVP, but he has nothing left, left to prove against him.
4: Oh, I love you're,
2: <laughs> you're sound. You sounded so, like, when you want. You sounded so much like Howard. Like it was, it was, it was so Howard-like. Uh, I love yeah, the fact that I'm he's, on he's the right side. I know yeah, you yeah. are on the right side. He's always right. on the wrong side. I yeah.
4: love the fact that he's irritated by this argument. I know. doesn't have <laughs> time
2: for it anymore. You don't have time. Yeah, you don't have time for Jokic and Embiid anymore.
3: Look, now it's Embiid versus Giannis in Milwaukee. That's the new rivalry that uh, that ah. I'm getting excited
2: for with 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 Doc there.
3: So. Yeah, the Denver game will be fun, but it doesn't really matter anymore.
2: All right, final one for you. Who is 2024 more on for the Eagles to get back in this game next year? Is it more on Jalen or is it more on Howie?
3: It's definitely on Jalen. Like, Jalen's the franchise quarterback. You know, it was interesting. I saw some early odds came out for the Super Bowl next year, and, and the Eagles were not in the top 10. You cannot wow. tell me that it's not solely about Jalen. Like, they're, all the other great quarterbacks are on that list. Not, not great teams great quarterbacks and Jalen at this point after the year he had is clearly not viewed in the same light that he was after 2022 so if next year they're going to be a Super Bowl contender again they're going to be playing this weekend or two weekends from now you know in the Super Bowl Jalen has to get back to the player he was in 2022 how he's given him enough to work with for Jalen to get the job done and next year it has to be about Jalen being
2: better well, Elliot couldn't disagree more, but it's okay. Have, <laughs> it, awesome. Enjoy the uh, enjoy your weekend, enjoy uh, championship rounds, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, all right, brother.
3: Talk to you guys later. All right,
2: there he goes, Elliot <laughs> Sherparks. still fired up about the uh, yeah.
4: You he can't help. Hey, you guys aren't on your clap your hands podcast.
2: Well, yeah, we talked about it last night. <laughs> we, we broke it because he kept trying to see this whole thing about like it, like uh, it's Embiid versus Giannis, and I'm like. How can you say that when when, right. when Jokic has a ring and has a two time MVP just r- moves right past it does doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter
4: he's like that seventy proved that Giannis is I mean the the Jokic is just nowhere near Embiid
2: yeah yeah it proved almost nothing <laughs> I, I, they
4: almost proved
2: nothing I mean, he's a, he's a better offensive like, like Embiid's a better basketball player than Jokic yes but Embiid B- is a better
4: all around player see I don't even want to get into this. <laughs> Cause I, I'm I'm more on Embiid too, and and my eyes clearly tell me that Embiid is the better player. Yes, but <laughs> he didn't win the title.
2: Didn't win the title. Great passer. Yep. great passer. Efficient scorer. Defensively, and, and, and
4: somehow he's a great rebounder. Yeah, he gets like he gets like a <laughs> he's like two inches off the ground. Great
2: rebounder <laughs> offensive boards. It's a one of the big Howard thing. I don't really care, but whatever. He never boxes out, doesn't ever box out, doesn't get a rebound. But uh, yeah, Embiid Jokic tomorrow. Hopefully, Embiid doesn't duck him, and uh, we have a good night of basketball. Let's go to uh, Vince. Uh, let's go to OG Wade and Chester. What's
1: happening, OG? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? What's up, OG? I like the topic today. Um, unfortunately, I agree with both. I mean, I think it's Howie and Jalen. Um, totally disagree with Elias. Um, but not not disagree with his point, but if he's saying that where they picked at in terms of winning the uh, championship or Super Bowl is because of the quarterback, that might be a, fa- a factor there. But if you know actually know what you're looking at, then it wouldn't be. I think that where we struggle at the most is that we were so embarrassed in terms of defensively. You couldn't even – there's no way that you can conjure that the defense will be as good to even be able to win a Super Bowl after being as bad. Mm-hmm. So even if we get, you know, a new defensive coordinator, how much better is it going to be? You know what I'm saying? And I've been saying this thing all year long. Just don't give up 30 points. <laughs> and that seemed like that's something that we did on the regular. So um, I would love to have a, a LSU um, reunion with Patrick Queen and – uh Devin White, that would be a hell of a tandem right there. <laughs> they're not. They're list.
4: not going to do that. We're not getting both of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. It's a wish
1: list. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, let me ask y'all two a question. Okay. Yes. When was the last time you seen AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts in a picture? Like, I'm, like, I'm like, telling you, OG. Think?
4: I'm telling you. Isn't that weird? Something is going Something's on. Something's amiss. Man, that that I. I if how, how do they go from last year around this time? <laughs> Uh, Jalen calling AJ Brown. They're talking when AJ got traded here, and it was all love. Yeah. I mean, I, they, yeah. it hurts season be, hats. I mean, hurts. I don't think I've seen Jalen that happy since. I mean, you see him I mean, on the field last year, and all of a sudden this year, you don't get any of that.
1: I mean, I'm like, I'm just talking about sideline. Like yes. you've seen yes. Smitty sitting next to Jalen. You've seen Dallas Goddard cursing Jalen the hell out. Right here's what you didn't see. You did not see AJ Brown. Anywhere in the vicinity of jailing that is concerning Well, the to me. Vikings game dead what it <laughs> tells me here's what it tells me here's what it tells me it tells me that they made aj a promise we're going to facilitate your, your trade request Ooh. but we need you here's what we need from you we need you to keep it keep yourself because if you dilute our our pro you know our value is going to hurt you right don't make it hard for us to get what we want to get. What we are, what we can get for you, we oh. will facilitate that for you. All we're asking you to do is keep it down.
2: Yeah, I, okay. OG, I, I hope it's not the case because oh, I think man. he's here's unbelievable. But, but, I, but here's the, I feel the same here's way. The other
1: part, here's the other part to it, though. Yeah, It's not just the OG thing. You know that AJ is going to want more money when yeah. he gets his
4: contract. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's going to put Smitty uh, AJ as the 12th highest paid because you got C.D. Lamb, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, yep. uh, 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 Jefferson—all yep. them dudes are going to have making more money. So AJ is going to want to come back to the table, and you can't do it.
4: Man, oh man, oh man! I'm, I'm
1: telling you. But here's the bright side of it. <laughs> What's the bright <laughs> you know, side? Where's of it? the bright side to this? <laughs> you don't need. It. There's no team in, the, in in the playoffs right now that's got a top five wide receiver. So it's proof that you don't go. need a top five. Uh, I'm, I'm, am break side,
2: damn it. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> all right, OG. God, man. You
1: don't
2: need all right, have a good weekend, buddy. We'll talk to you. I,
1: I, listen,
4: I don't even want to get into this, but he he brought it up and I we we were joking about AJ and his silence and where he's been and all of that stuff. Man. <laughs> I will say this. They know on that side of the fence what the real issue is there. Oh yeah, and and whether or not it can be fixed, or should they move on from him now versus waiting?
2: Is this because they have to ask? Is this going to get explosive? Right. Which I don't think they want to do the to thing again, and I don't think they want to kill his value right. because he's a he's a top five receiver. And he's when he's he's twenty six. I know, but can they? If there's a problem there between the quarterback and the receiver that they don't think is fixable, like you can't bring him back. True.
4: It, it, now you're right. And it
2: stinks. Like it, this is not make me. I, I I don't think he's gonna play for the Eagles again. I really don't. I think there's something weird going on there. And and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's fixable. I think there might have been a lack of trust or trust broken
4: from those. two. Something ain't right there, man. What? And these two were. Dude, he's the godfather yeah. of his daughter. These two were as happy as could be last year when when he got traded here. AJ's wearing the hurt season shirts and hats and didn't have a problem speaking up for his guy and going to bat for his guy. And and I I said this in some of my rants to get lost when I <laughs> when I'm getting frustrated with this with this team and the offense, but it bothered me, man. That that. I didn't see him come out at any point this season and was ride or die for his quarterback. I just I I didn't I didn't feel that connection there with him this year. I didn't either. I just didn't, man. The energy seemed off between the two. I, I listen, I hope he's he's I hope it ain't it's not the case. But OG's also right from the standpoint, from a contractual standpoint.
2: Well, I was actually just going to bring that up. Uh, A a former Vikings GM, Mm -hmm. Jeff Diamond, he predicted today that Jefferson's going to get $175 million with with a $50 million signing bonus, $125 million guaranteed. Ooh, wait. Receivers are getting paid these days. Man. I know.
4: Well, there's no way uh Smitty can get that. No, I don't you need to do a little bit
2: more, I, I think, to get that. But man, we're talking about some serious money thrown in the receiver position.
4: And there's and here's the thing there's no other team in the league paying two receivers that type of money.
2: They're, I mean the, the Bengals are probably letting T. Higgins walk. T. Higgins is walking. Right. So so who's the team that's paying two hundred million dollar receivers?
4: Waddle's probably leaving Miami. Probably. Because I mean Tyreek Hill makes the money that he makes, and you're gonna it, he may want a new deal in, in another year or two.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's no one out there. I mean, I mean, there's there's not. I mean, Debo gets money. They haven't paid Ayuk yet. Ayuk's probably leaving.
4: Or, or they could actually do it because they don't have Are to play Purdy. Brock Purdy for a couple oh more my years. God, he's the worst. I told you, He's the worst <laughs> thing that ever happened to football. Yeah, they, they got a million dollar quarterback. Yeah. Last
2: on on, on AJ Brown, and, and you brought up the energy being off all year, and I I felt this in the moment, and I, I know he had the MCL injury. I can't believe he wasn't at the playoff game.
4: You did. You brought that up. You did. I you, mean, and you were like the only one that brought it up. Like he's, he's a ca- he's a captain of this team.
2: Yep. He's not down there for the game. Yeah. I, I don't buy because he couldn't get on the plane. Like what you should like be there. Be there for for a playoff game. Down yeah, in Tampa. Yeah,
4: his knee wasn't gonna fall off. Yeah, he didn't need surgery. Uh, it's an MCL sprain. I had the same injury. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, could there have been some swelling in there? But okay, but. That's nothing. You can put a compressor on your knee to reduce the swelling. Mm-hmm. You know, so if he wanted to be there, and, he would have been. And, like and you can't say you don't want him standing up on his on his feet all game because he was in Atlantic City at a boxing match the night before. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was somewhere with. In other words, with his with his leg propped up and and getting rest. he, right. he was clearly moving around. He's walking. Yes,
2: he's walking. He could have been yes. si- And if he's in Tampa, he could have been sitting on the bench. Yeah, running up and down the sideline. Yeah.
4: Nah, listen.
2: There's something it's, of all the things that that are probably going to come out this offseason. The AJ thing is is right at the top of not being talked about enough, but something that I think yeah. is a huge story.
4: And I'll go back to that Seattle game when Jalen was sick. Didn't like the I didn't like AJ's answers after the game. Very weird. Just where it, it was like no feeling for his quarterback. And it's not just his quarterback. Somebody like family to him. Mm-hmm. It was it was bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> Something's off. 215,
2: 592, 94.94 if you want to get it on AJ Brown. But uh, we'll get back
4: into the discussion on. I'll tell you what, it better be terrible in it order to trade. It better be awful. Yeah, because yeah, I am not trying to trade AJ Brown. No way, no how. Who is 2024 more
2: on <laughs> Jalen Hurts? Or Howie Roseman and did A.J. Brown play his last game as an <laughs> Eagle? Get in now. 215-592-9494. Plus, interesting comments from Mike Florio about the relationship between Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Don't miss that audio coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tune in
0: is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
2: That clock at 4. Doncic.